0: that was a dainty clap yeah no me not you oh that was no, bad it
1: was really bad i, I mean you'll kind
0: of really. see it oh.
1: <laughs> i got it on the the uh the bottom half or whatever
0: i don't know yeah same it's like i hit just where my pinkies at i don't know what i was doing i never miss claps
1: i always miss them because i'm terrible at them but
0: i'm sorry are you really
1: yeah, I'm really... I don't know why. I'm I'm just an uncoordinated
0: individual. Like... I, I just... I was, maybe you've not had a
1: lot of practice. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. I was telling my friend Sean, uh, like, two or three days ago, he was talking about how uh, his um, fiancé got him a skateboard, uh, I think for his birthday, and he's been kind of like sk- skating around the neighborhood and everything, and... He was talking about it, and I was like, oh, man, that's so cool. Like, I wish I, wish I could do that, but, like, I can barely walk,
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> are we talking skateboard or are we talking longboard? No, like skateboard. Damn, that's kind of cool. I mean, I had ambitions back in the day of being a professional skater when I was, like, 13. Then I tripped over a rock and broke both my arms.
1: Oh, oh God.
0: I'm not oh, joking. Christ. Yep. It's like my, and I, I say tripped, and I kind of did, like, my, my wheels on the bus go round and round. Now the skateboard wheels like hit a rock and flung me full forward force. Oh. What? Full force forward. And then I hit the ground with both of my arms. Because that's the only way I could brace myself. I didn't want to like land on my fucking face, which I guess might have been the better option. Um yeah. yeah. And then like snap, snap. And I was in so much pain, which who would have thought that was one of the weaker pains that I'd go through in my life because life likes to throw you some lemons. And I've been through much worse pains since then. But uh, broke both my arms, I was the talk of the middle school for a little while. And then I was out for a good while as well. I got to sit at home and do all my schoolwork at home. I don't know why I could have gone to class, but maybe I was scared of the bullies. I don't know. I don't know why I was out. Hmm. anyway broke both my arms josh it sucked <laughs> so b- make sure your friend sean is doing okay guys broken
1: arms boy
0: yes it happens the broken arms boy
1: Welcome to Hunting Pixels, the official video game podcast of Culture Bop. We've got a wonderful and somewhat unorthodox show for you all today. Uh, So, uh, we missed a show last week because I had real bad headaches. Like, real, real bad. And we couldn't get the scheduling right. And this week we couldn't get the scheduling right either. So um, we're going to have to be without one of our co-hosts today but that's it's not me this time it's not dylan this time actually enough uh what does that mean uh we'll talk about it in private sir (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) uh no i'm just fucking around uh (laughs) so we're going to talk a little bit about the new and current generation because i got my hands on a xbox series x it's awesome um yeah uh, we'll also get into some new games like Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, the longest video game title ever, <laughs> <laughs> as well as a few of the uh, more recent to, to older titles. Um, we're also going to talk about the stuff we've been doing, like watching Class Action Park and taking day trips, apparently uh yeah it's gonna be a fun show so as always i'm your one and only host the often imitated but never duplicated next generation king the bebop man josh McMullen, and i am joined by one of my two cohorts in crime dylan pc master race <laughs> <laughs>
0: how's it going man I'm going. Uh, what I'm going? No, I'm doing great. But along your whole spiel there, my upstairs neighbor decided it was okay to roll 187 Hot Wheels cars across the the floor. So I don't oh, know what's yeah. going on up there.
1: Is it uh like a neighborhood child, or is it uh, like a child?
0: I feel like it might be, but I don't think I've ever seen a child come from up there. So it's a little sketch. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So I don't know what the, what's going on up there. But I'm doing great, man. Uh, I'm doing great because. I got my PC.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, Actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, Your PC arrived yesterday, correct?
0: Yesterday. And I'm still in the process of setting up like I was setting up even. uh, I'm very anal. um, And that's how I like it as well. But I'm very anal about my particular setup. (laughs) I just thought I'd slip that in there. That's what she said. Jesus Christ. Uh, Yeah, so I got dual monitors set up right Wait, now.
1: Hang on real quick you've been real horny the past couple episodes are you okay?
0: Maybe Josh I think I'm going through like like I'm almost 30 and I think all my sexual energy is just coming out now and what? Yeah I, it took 30 years for it to manifest <laughs> but now that it's here boy it can't be subdued I mean yeah hide your kids hide your wife for- whoa why did I just say hide your kids what the fuck <laughs> Yo, edit that out. What the fuck? Oh, my God. No, you know what? It's okay because I just meant like, you know, this is not a PG show. That's what I, okay, that's what I meant. Yes. Perfect. Nailed it. Oh, saved. Okay, anyway. So I had to get everything set up. So this is from Origin PC. Love this company just because my PC arrived in one piece. So automatically they're at 10 for me. Um, but it came, and okay. So this is how it happened. I was watching UPS tracking all day, and then I get home, bring it up on the uh, on the old computer. You know, fuck that laptop. Um, just kidding, it's fine. But I was watching it refresh, 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 and then I see it's in the neighborhood, and I'm super excited. And then I poke my head out the door, and I see the UPS man like. Oh, nah, the next little apartment complex down. So I was like, okay, he's just going to walk it up to me. He doesn't. He gets back in the car, drives up like 10 parking spaces, and then backs in, which I thought was dramatic. But he gets out, and I'm standing out on the balcony like a 10-year-old. Like, I'm excited for my Santa to come and drop me off a present. And then he looks at me, and his exact sentence was, brother, I got a big-ass wooden crate here for you. First off, that killed me. But then I don't even know... (laughs) Like he just assumed it was me and he was right. I guess, you know, who else is standing outside waiting for a package? Um, but he said big ass wooden crate and it didn't process what he said until he opened up the back of his truck and it was a big ass wooden crate. So <laughs> Origin PC went above and beyond. I've never received anything like this. That It looked like I was shipped like, I don't know, a wombat or something. Like just from, it, it was like a, like a live animal could have been in there. So yeah, they packaged it really well and I break it open and I'm super excited to see it. And it's a box with inside a box. So that was a buzzkill. Uh, but then I got the box out of the box, open that box and it's a monster. Um, it weighs fucking 50 pounds probably. I don't even know. It's a, it's a behemoth, um, And I've been, I got it set up. I was still setting up for the podcast, trying to get everything right. I don't like where my microphone boom arm thing is at. So I got to fix that. But played some games on it. Tried, uh, I tried Odyssey out because I don't have Valhalla yet. And I was maxed settings all the way. So for those of you that don't know, it's a 3080. I I now have it. And I have an i9 processor inside of it as well. So I was running max settings on Odyssey just to see where I would fall on the spectrum. And I'm autistic. But no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Uh,
0: no, it, it, it ran like a dream. I mean, no dropped frames. I was getting like on ultra settings at 1440 P I was getting like 95 plus frames. It never fell below that. So it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, super fantastic. I downloaded some other games overnight because I didn't really get a chance to play yesterday because I was too busy setting up the dual monitors and getting everything like that going. But it's stream time very soon. I'll start streaming very soon.
1: Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, when you, because um, I plan on having a, a two monitor set up when I can afford a, a nice little 4k 144 Hertz or 160 Hertz. Um, uh, oh my God. Monitor. Yeah. Um, how does, how does that work? You, you plug uh, the HDMI into the video card and the, the other screen you plug into, I assume the, the oh my god the motherboard
0: so i'm actually running both of my monitors through my gpu um and from what i've read that's how you should do it i'm using uh display port cables instead of an hdmi because for like the high refresh rates and gaming altogether, i've heard that's the best way to go and switching over from display port no switching over from hdmi to display port cables i can tell just an immediate difference like it feels like a stronger connection, if that makes sense. Like even the cables, when you plug them in, they like click and lock into place. So that was automatically reassuring. I like that. Um, so I'm running it at 144 hertz um, on both monitors. And it runs like a dream. Like I have no issues whatsoever with it. Nice. Um, yeah, and it's it's running powerfully. And I have room for, I think two more monitors if i ever fucking for whatever reason needed two more i can run two more out of my gpu as well that's dope yeah i'm excited dude
1: yeah i i would be too if i had something that powerful yeah i, I pretty okay but
0: it is i mean you have a is it is it a 2070 yeah yeah so you have a 2070 you're as strong as shit too i mean we're set up to game i just oh yeah I mean when the winter sale comes are you going to knock out some steam games like add to your pc library
1: uh it it'll really depend on how good the sales are for games that I want but yeah I definitely plan on getting a few more
0: yeah because I know you just I, that was a stupid question because you did just buy the series x so <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're going to knock out those winter sales before you knock out yeah, steam winter yeah. so because uh uh, unlike you, I am not PC Master Race. I, I don't know what happened, Josh. I always spoke out against it and then I got one and I was like, fuck everything else.
1: I, so I understand why people play on PC. I, I really do. But I personally like having everything already set up out of the box for me. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. No, I totally get that.
1: And, um, Really, if you want to get the most out of your PC, I feel like you need to play with, with keyboard and mouse on almost everything. And I, I really don't like playing with keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten pretty good at it with Dead by Daylight. But even like I was playing, I, I tried playing CrossCode on my PC. And that's a, a little like 16-bit. Uh, oh, I got bit, you. Okay. BT. And um, like it was fine but then i i played it on my my series x when i got it and it it was just better much
0: better with a controller i feel that like a lot i'm not gonna i'm 50 50 split on what because even though i'm playing on the pc all the time i do still use a controller for some things like dark souls and assassin's creed but like apex legends you are like 100 percent correct it is mouse and keyboard borderline i guess if it's a shooter i'm going mouse and keyboard and then if it's like a rpg action rpg i'm probably going like controller so i still i 50 50 it but i see what you're saying like you do have to have some kind of uh i'm not going to say s- skill level but you have to have some kind of uh knowledge of how to use it and get the most out of it i see what you're saying
1: yeah and i know everyone Every. Every time I ever
0: say that, they're like, well, you can
1: plug a controller in the PC. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But
0: I don't know. At that point, let's just use the $500 Xbox that you just bought. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. So, uh, well, speaking of
1: PC talk, I did a stream for Extra Life.
0: All about that charity.
1: Yeah, not last Saturday, but the Saturday before that, which was their big day. Um. I'm joined in on the uh, the team for uh, Sword Chomp, which is one of the podcasts I listen to and I'm in the Discord for. Uh, shout out to those guys. I really love those guys. They're super fucking wonderful. But um, the guy who set it up, his name is Jeff, I believe. Uh, he's a really great dude, and he said that he does it every year and wanted like us to jump in. So... Um, I have always wanted to do it, but I've Same. never had the means because I just didn't have a PC that could stream or, um, I didn't feel like streaming through the Xbox or PlayStation was like a viable option. I know, I know that it is because I've streamed on mixer with just, just Xbox footage playing and you know, whatever that's fine. But like it never to me felt like it was like an actual stream. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, now that I have a PC, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to actually do this. Um, I did it for, I think, I think I streamed for a solid like four hours. Um, I didn't do the full 24 hours because I had to work that Saturday, but um, I got home, uh, took my shower, came home. Um, and then I I sat down and I, I streamed about four hours of, uh, dead by daylight and, um, yeah it It was fun i watched it yeah yeah i I saw you had hopped in i had a couple other people hop in um and i had fun and uh i raised it was like a hundred bucks you know hell yeah uh, maybe maybe it wasn't a hundred but it was somewhere close um and uh i really wanted to raise more but i mean i am so small in the grand scheme of things that there was no way i was going to
0: raise as much as I could, but well, still cool. I didn't even know you hit that high of an amount. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And, uh, Jeff had said that, um, he was telling me that he actually matches whatever my total is. Uh, and then he has a, like an old boss or something. I I don't remember exactly who he said it was, but he has someone who matches that. So my, I'm pretty sure it was a hundred dollars uh is basically three hundred dollars.
0: Hell yeah, dude. So
1: that was really nice. Uh it's a great charity and um you can technically do it all year long. They have one day a year where they, they try to get everybody on the bat, bang yeah. bagging or whatever, but you can uh you can do it all year long. So I highly, highly suggest it. I sick
0: kids. I tried years and years ago, like if to put it into perspective, it was the year that Halo Reach came out. Um oh, wow. Yeah, I tried to do it way back then. And I did stay up for the 24 hours to do it. But I I, it, like, I, wasn't a popular streamer whatsoever. But also, my stream quality was just fucking terrible because I was using what was called a Dazzle capture card, which is sh- shitty as hell in, in terms of today's standards. And even back then, I mean, I was pushing it. So I had... Yeah, I mean, and then I couldn't... Like, I didn't have the PC set up to like coordinate with the chat like a few people came by i think like maybe my mom donated or something i don't know it was like something happened i so i tried way back then and i never uh never really made it far with it and i was like one day when i have the proper setup i'm going to do it again and i wanted to do it with you but here we are two weeks later and my pc just now came in yeah it would that would have been a lot of fun It would have been because I was watching you play Dead by Daylight and it's like, holy shit, Josh is a good killer. Like that was my first time actually getting to see that. I
1: forgot I was playing as killer.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. I haven't like actually watched you from that perspective because generally when we play, we're playing as survivors. So actually seeing you play as a killer, it's like, I'm not going to play against Josh ever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, yeah. Uh, If you get a chance to do that, uh, anyone who's listening, you definitely should. But speaking of killers, Uh I watched the first episode of a four-part documentary series um, on HBO. It's airing weekly, so I thought that there were more episodes out, but it turns out uh, only the one. is called Murder on Middle
0: Beach. Is that like Malcolm in the Middle, but killers?
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, No, so it's... um, it's actually from a kid who uh, was living in Georgia, uh, Uh-oh. weirdly enough. And I think he went to school here. Uh, but it's about the murder of this woman up in, I bel- if I remember correctly, it's Delaware. And it's her son making a documentary about her and her murder. And so the entire first episode is him, you know, talking to police, talking to... Uh, his family members and stuff like that about, like, what had happened. And uh, the entire time he's, like, trying to talk to his dad, who his mom actually divorced when he was, uh, I th-
0: <coughs> excuse me. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um. So she had divorced his dad when he was pretty young, I think, because, he was the CEO for Southern Electric, I think, and he got let go because he was doing kind of some shady shit. And then he tried to get another job and uh, I think that didn't work out. And so he started doing like other kind of shady things and would like leave her alone with their two kids pretty often and so she was like yeah i'm kind of tired of this and divorced him anyway so the entire kind of episode he's talking about trying to get with his dad and like all the signs kind of point to his dad being the person who killed her because she was murdered the day that they were supposed to be in court for him to have to pay like this child support that he was not paying and the uh what's the thing that uh spouses get in,
0: in a divorce. Fuck. Um, I alimony. know this. Ah, I was going to say annulment. Yeah. So I was a re, uh, idiot. Yeah. Let's just <laughs> so, change that word.
1: Uh, yeah. Alimony and child support. He was supposed to be paying and he wasn't. So uh, you, you basically Lee it, like everything's left on the table and it looks like he was the one who did it. And then you get to the end of the episode and uh, you're finding out all this other stuff that's been going on in in the kid's mom's life, and it's like oh maybe maybe he didn't do it, so uh it's only one episode so far, but i am I'm enjoying it for sure uh and i I can't wait for that second episode so
0: um it sounds a little sketch, and then my whole takeaway from this is that you said Delaware, and I forgot that was a state. <laughs> Uh, fair enough. I, I think a lot of people forget that Delaware just... Didn't. Yeah, like you just blew my mind. I was like, what did they do during the election? Like, I heard so much about every other state, but I have no idea what Delaware did.
1: Yeah, if it if it's not Delaware, it's Rhode Island, but I'm, I'm almost 100% positive that it is Delaware. So...
0: That's... I don't know. I forgot. So thanks. You gave me a... Uh, what is that? Geography? Yes. Yes, you gave me that kind of lesson today.
1: Well, uh, I do try to both entertain and educate.
0: You know who else is good with geography? Uh I assume Kiki? She is. She's fantastic because she has a <laughs> delivery service and she has to know the land. Um so we just watched Kiki's delivery service and this was Sabrina's first time. So let me let me let me preface this by saying that Christmas is a month away and when Sabrina and I get each other gifts, <clears throat> we like to pretend that we can wait until Christmas morning and give them to one another, but we cannot. So what we do is we actually kind of turn it into a month of Christmas gift giving like if they come in through Amazon we're just like here's your gift and that's kind of what we do for the entire month because fuck I mean it's it's fucking stupid I hate Christmas but I I will at least get her gifts um and and she she does the same for me um so one of the things I got her was like uh three of the Ghibli movies I got her ones that I think she's not seen so I got her Kiki uh spirited away and i think it was house moving castle so all of those came in
1: basically the three best ones yes
0: i mean i love princess mononoke but we already had that and totoro but we already had that yeah um so but yes you're right so kiki's delivery service is the one that we chose to watch first and first off she loved it but this is a movie that i remember seeing way back in the day i haven't seen it in a good decade probably um, so getting to go back and watch that again was such a treat because especially getting to watch it with her and see like a lot of her reactions the first time through, um, that was really great. She loved Gigi. That was like the highlight. Here's my thing though. And I don't know if you notice ever caught it or cared, but like when Kiki begins to lose her, um, like powers, her magic or whatever that allows her to fly. um, she works on being able to fly again, but she also like loses a small, like a connection with Gigi to where she can't hear him speak anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so she eventually, by the end of the movie, spoiler alert, uh, she gets her powers back and she can fly again and she saves the day and it's a beautiful movie. Hurrah. But from the point where she loses the ability to hear Gigi all the way into the end, he never speaks again. Like even when she regains her powers and I kind of was like, Why? I wanted I at least but I, I mean you can still see the relationship at the end like when Gigi has his little kittens or whatever and like she's sitting on a rooftop with Gigi like they still have a good close relationship but towards the end of the movie you never hear him speak again and I thought that was kind of weird I don't know if you ever caught that or not
1: uh yeah I th- the last time that I watched it I think I kind of um I, I kind of caught that and it was like the first time that I had caught it And I I think it has to do something with the, the kind of theme of her growing up. So like Gigi is sort of like her, um, uh, I I don't want to say imaginary friend because that's not really accurate, but like, it's almost like she's childish talking to Gigi. And then as she kind of like starts to grow up, like Gigi doesn't
0: talk to her anymore. That's what I, okay. So the movie is one of the most wholesome movies you can ever watch, truly. For sure, yeah. And then I had that thought of not necessarily that he couldn't speak the whole time, but what if she, he was never speaking, like you just said, or, you know, paraphrasing what you just said? And it's like the whole time it was her imaginary friend. And then when she had that moment where she kind of had to get serious and grow up, like after that, he was just her cat, her familiar. Um, and it kind of made me a little sad. Like that's probably the most sad I get in the whole movie is when I, when she can't hear Gigi anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it's a great movie, but it hits you in the feels in weird ways. Like I was, I was talking to Dion and he said that the part that makes him the saddest is when she actually leaves home for the first time. Um, and that's when, yeah, yeah. which is, it's true, but from Kiki's perspective, she's super happy about it. I um, and you know, that's like a happy point of the movie for her, but I kind of like it from Dion's point of view because he is a father. So he's, I, I feel like in the father's shoes watching his little girl go away. So you get to have these emotions from different points of people. Like I enjoyed the part where we see her fly away because that's like her off on her grand adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then with me, I guess the part that hit me the most is when Gigi can't talk anymore. And maybe that's me kind of correlating it with I've been there, man. Like I I stopped talking to my imaginary friends, you know, like two years ago. So I understand.
1: Yeah, no, that, that to me, I think is the part that, that definitely did hit me the most the last time I watched it. And it's, it's along the same lines of, uh, uh, Toy Story three, which, uh, I know I've talked about before, but at the end when he's giving away his toys and, uh, the little girl, who he's giving them away to is like, Oh, uh, my, my cowboy or whatever. And he reaches out to like grab Woody. And he's like, no, that's mine. And then he's like, he realizes that he has to let it go. Yeah. That shit just fucking hits me every fucking time. and It makes me want to just ball.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's that face to face reality that we all grow up at some point. Some of us, hopefully. Um, but I don't know. It's just a, it's a good movie, but it'll hit you in some weird feels like a lot of the Ghibli movies will.
1: hmm. Yeah. I, I, uh, Kiki's delivery service might not be my favorite Miyazaki movie, but it is
0: definitely,
1: uh, I, I top five, maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd say same maybe top
1: three. Um, I, I really like Kiki's delivery service a lot.
0: Yeah. I think, I think Kiki Mononoke and, I want to say Totoro, but I could be completely wrong. Like I'm going to get her more of the movies probably. And we're going to watch them all and I'll have a more educated opinion on what my favorites are. But as of right now, it's for sure. Top three, that and Mononoke are top three, but I don't know what the other third movie would be.
1: Yeah. I I think spirited away is my personal favorite. And then probably, Oh, damn. Then probably Mononoke. And then, after that, it's really hard. Uh, it is because they're all fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Miyazaki in the, in the eighties was just fucking
0: top notch. Yeah. I think we're going to watch spirited away next. So I'm excited for that. She's never seen that one either.
1: Oh, very good. Yes. Very, very good. Uh, cool. Well, the last thing I've got on my list was a little documentary called class action park. Um, do you, have you seen the trailer for this by chance?
0: I have not. I don't even know what this is.
1: So Class Action Park is a documentary. It was also on HBO. Um, uh, hang on. Give me just a second. Kayla just texted me.
0: Oh, okay. Oops.
1: Okay. Um, we'll see what she has to say. Uh, anyway, so it's a HBO documentary um, about this uh, old, like, late 70s uh, all the way up through like the up to I think eighty six or eighty seven um, uh, amusement park thing uh, in New Jersey and let's see seventy eight to ninety six actually never mind um oh excuse me and basically it was. Uh, it had three separate things and they were kind of separated by a highway. One was called the Alpine center. One was called motor world and one was called water world. And basically it was like a whole bunch of these rides that were designed to get the maximum amount of like a thrill, but like, it wasn't like roller coasters. It was like these, like one of the things that they highlighted was this, Uh, it was like this water slide that you did a, it was called the cannonball loop. There it is. Uh, so basically you would go down this slide and it was like super steep and then you would do a a loop in the water slide and then come out the other end. And one of the things about it was that (laughs) they had sent test dummies down the thing and the test dummies came out either like dismembered or decapitated. Oh my God. (laughs) So finally they, they kind of got it uh, to where they, the test dummies were coming out. All right. And so they were like, okay, time for, for human, uh, testing. And they would take their employees and offer them like a hundred bucks to go down it. And so, they they did it and like some of the people it the way that one of the dudes described it was like you would have enough speed going down the incline to where you would hit the the beginning of the loop and be fine but once you got to the top of it gravity would take effect and basically you would kind of fall back onto your back at the top of the loop and then you would come out the other side and like you would have, like, your teeth knocked out. and, oh my and like, fucking God. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. the hell? And uh, some people were coming out with, like, um, like uh, almost, like, carpet burn on their skins uh, or, like, rug burn or some, something like that. And so they had to install a hatch at the top. And eventually they got to a point where people were, like, they were coming out with, like, abrasions on them and stuff like that. And uh, there was this one point where they opened up the hatch and found a whole bunch of, like, teeth that had had been, like, knocked out of people's mouths and had just stayed up there. And that's what was cutting people who
0: were going through the loop. Holy shit. Like, is that not fucking crazy, dude? That's terrifying. That's almost horror movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Uh, my God. That, that was one of the more notorious things, but they had other stuff. Like they had this one that was like, uh, they called it the Tarzan swing. And it was basically this little swing that was about 20 feet above like this pool. But the pool wasn't from like a man-made thing. It was like like a lake sort of. And it was coming from a, like, a cold water creek. So when these people would jump from up from like... 20 feet up in the air into this creek they would land and it would be so cold from the creek water that people would like go into shock and like not be able to like swim and stuff i don't what know the how fuck? the fu- <laughs> i don't know how the fuck these motherfuckers got away with it like at all but uh yeah man I, the documentary kind of basically lays out how it uh was brought about and how it like was developed and everything. And they take you through some of the most notorious rides. And, uh, apparently they tried like some class action lawsuits against it and stuff like that, that never got through. Or if they did get through the owner just would not pay the bills. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it, I i'm know, stressed really, out
0: just listening to you
1: <laughs> it's a really oh. well-made documentary and i i highly recommend it it was really amusing uh it gets really dark towards the end because i think they said that like six six people died at the park and that jesus christ uh
0: maybe let's just stop making rides at this point
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so oh, yeah God. uh it was it was six people. It was, uh, six people from 1980 to 1987.
0: Uh, that, that's awful. Uh,
1: so they eventually shut it down and, uh, it became sort of just like a, a legend, but, um, yeah, man, it's a really well-made documentary and I, I it's, really, really recommend it because <laughs> you get to see kind of the unchecked ambition
0: of the eighties. Like, it sounds like an amusement part made by the jackass crew.
1: <laughs> I, well, it's funny you say that because uh, there was a movie that came out in like 2016, 2017, I think, that was kind of based on Action Park and uh, Johnny Knoxville was in it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, it was called Action Point and it actually it released in 2018. It was actually shot in like 2017.
0: But that's yeah. crazy.
1: Um, highly, highly recommend it. Really, uh, really, really enjoyable, or well, not enjoyable, but entertaining. For sure. So, uh, um, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so crazy, dude. Fucked up. Uh, I wish I could remember. Th- there were so many other ones that were like really fucking um like some of them actually didn't even make it into the park they were saying like the the owner had like some of these ideas that were just like too fucking out there so yeah
0: i would love to know because the tooth water slide gets me it's like how about we just stop (laughs) sending people down it (laughs) yeah dude uh There was, uh,
1: if, if I remember correctly, there was one that was basically, you know, the, um, the sort of, God, I don't know how to describe it, but you know, the, the slides that kind of have like the bumps in them, so to speak. Oh yeah. So there was one that was a water slide like that where people were, uh, they would get on like little like slides that looked, they literally looked like they were just like fucking little rubber mats. But you ran as fast as you could and hit the slide. And because of the way the water was, if you like, was the way that the water was going so fast, if you hit it too hard, your little sled would go fucking flying on the first hill. And like, you would like land at the other end and like break bones and shit. This is fucking awful.
0: It's <laughs> almost like hell. <laughs> Like I've been on rides like you're talking about. It's like Lake Lanier Islands. I haven't been Mm -hmm. since I was a kid. But one of the things that I remember doing was a ride called Splashdown. And you had like this little rubber mat and you ran and you slid down it. But my God, if it wasn't fucking safe, uh, like I can't even imagine. Like you, it was one of the most fun things I've ever done as a kid, or at least that I could remember. And now you're telling me this and it's like, what if that would have happened to me? Like someone had to design that is what I'm, it was what I'm thinking of. Like someone had to design this ride and there's no architecture involved in this. It's like, Hey, this is a cool idea. Let's try it.
1: And yeah, yeah. That's one of the things that they pointed out. It was like, they were like, Walt Disney would go to like, uh, like engineering firms and shit like that. And they were like, uh, this place went to the people who got rejected from that shit. (laughs) Oh my
0: God. Which is,
1: uh, that's terrible. Hilarious. But, um, (laughs) dude, I, something I, maybe I'm fucking weird, man. But one of the guys at the end of the documentary said something that really kind of spoke to me where he was talking about how like the 80s was sort of like the last era where this sort of thing would fly because parents became way too like domineering and shit. Uh, after that, like people would just, they, they were too, um, like too overbearing on their kids. And I, I didn't get to grow up in that era. Like I didn't uh, like, I was telling somebody this the other day. I sometimes feel like a, I don't want to say like a fish out of water, but definitely like I was born in the wrong time because I long for maybe not going in a slide where I'll get my teeth knocked out,
0: (laughs) but like. Adventure and the thrill.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: And I understand that. I mean, at the same time, though, there is a line that has to
1: be drawn. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: Because the the other thing you said was the the swing into the water. And again, I can correlate this with something that's actually real. My brother and I, and it's so super off topic, but well, it's not, but it is. Brother and I went down to the lake in mid-February, like five years ago. And we were just chilling. Uh, We were on one of our docks, not our docks, like it was the neighborhood dock, but we were on it. And we were just kind of chilling, taking pictures. And then he was like, you want to jump in? Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then he looked at me, he was like, really? I was like, what? <laughs> he He was like, I will, if you will. And I was like, well, I can't just back out now. So right. yeah, I can't do that. And I was like, well, if you're committed, I'm committed. He was like, well, how do I know if you know, when I jump, you're not just going to stand on the dock. And I was like, that's a fucking good point. Cause I'm tempted to. So <laughs> uh, he grabbed my hand. I grabbed his hand. And then we were like on the count of go, we're going to do it. So we were like three, two, one go. So in mid fucking February, we jumped into a lake and it's it. I forgot. How to person, I forgot how to swim. I forgot that I could open my eyes underwater. I forgot that I could go to the top to get air. It was like, holy shit, it was cold. So I can't even imagine those people from 20 feet in the air hitting the frigid waters. They're like, what just, it's like you got hit with a flashbang and a sledgehammer at the same time.
1: Oh, Lord. Yeah. That's crazy. Fun times. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what else is fun? What's that? The Xbox Series X. Yes. So the Series X, I got it. And I got it on launch day
0: and hooked it up. Which fucking congrats, by the way, because we've not had any since. Where did you get yours from? Oh, it was shipped to you, right?
1: Yeah, I got it shipped from uh, Microsoft. I bought it through the Microsoft store. Right. Oh, and listen to this oh i'm gonna I'm gonna rant for like just thirty seconds, so I'm a member of the Microsoft rewards program um I search through Bing uh okay hang on sidebar before i I continue on my rant. I search through Bing for two reasons: one because it gives me points for the Microsoft rewards, but two Bing is actually a really really fucking good search engine, and people sleep on it because Google
0: exists. I use Google
1: <laughs> yeah. I know, I know everyone does and I, I don't, I mean, Google is ubiquitous. I mean, it's, it's a fucking verb at this point.
0: Oh yeah. yeah they Googled changed something. the paradigm. Right. Yeah.
1: So, uh, like I'm not going to like say, oh, I binged something That's <laughs> fucking stupid, but, <laughs> but but, people are sleeping on Bing. it's a really good
0: search engine. I feel like it is like, I have that as my secondary one. So you're not completely wrong. I <laughs> so, binged it. Uh,
1: Yeah, right. So um, anyway, so I do all these things to get Microsoft rewards points. So then I can buy games through the Microsoft store. And uh, I do this because I buy everything digital. And so it's 10 points for dollar or 10 points for every dollar spent. So when I get a when I buy a $60 game, I get 600 points. So, I mean, it's not a lot, but it adds up relatively quickly. Well, I was looking at the uh the Xbox One or the Xbox Series X purchase as doing the same thing. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm going to get 5,000 points. That's like a $5 off gift card like I can put that towards whatever." And I already had like 25,000 saved up, so like I basically would have had enough for a $30 off coupon. And then my points just aren't showing up. I'm like, "What the like,
0: what you mean fuck? from the purchase or general? Yeah,
1: from from the purchase.
0: Okay, well, still.
1: And I'm I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like what, whatever. And I found out after reading through a uh, FAQ thing about the rewards points. <sighs> consoles and other high priced items like tablets and stuff like that don't do the ten dollars per every one dollars or ten points for every one dollar spent they do it one point per dollar so i only got 500 points for my fucking constant yo Man, that's fucking pissed me off so bad why do they i mean you I would think it's <sighs> i think it's then like they want you to buy their software like the hardware will sell regardless of whether or not they give you discounts if that makes sense they want you to buy the software
0: that just that's kind of shitty though it's like rewards i mean it's called microsoft rewards i feel like you should have been rewarded yeah
1: i i agree but if if i want to get really pissy about it like it's not as bad as the playstation uh rewards program the playstation is one point per every dollar so by the time that you save up enough
0: points to get anything you've bought 600 games right yeah so it's like So would you have, and I doubt it, but I I do want to know, if you would have known that going into it, would you have tried to buy from like a third-party seller?
1: Uh, Yeah, probably. Uh, Because the way... So the way that I ended up paying for it was I used uh, some gift cards from Microsoft, which actually gave me points because it's technically a digital purchase. But... um, I used the balance that I had left over plus a Microsoft uh, gift cards to pay off about half the console. And then i just paid the rest off on my credit card. Um, so that, that was kind of cool that I could use my balance, but had I not gone through them, I probably would have ordered through like a, a target or a, or a Walmart
0: or right uh, or whatever. Yeah. Cause right now I feel like, no, fuck them. I feel like you could have uh, a <laughs> fuck at and Um, I feel <laughs> I feel like you could have probably found one from Target because as of right now, PlayStation 5 is also released, but we do not have any. We have not had any since day one. But like uh, we're getting uh, some trucks on Friday, two trucks, and there is going to be an Xbox on there. So at least they are actively coming, even though it's in small numbers, whereas PlayStations are fucking non-existent.
1: Yeah, you're not going to be able to find them. No. So.
0: And then they're about to release... And the UK tomorrow, I think right.
1: Yep, yep. There, uh, I think the rest of the world should get be getting theirs on Friday. I think okay. it was a limited release for like six countries. I think it was like the U.S., Japan, um, uh, Australia, New Zealand, and like
0: uh, like maybe three or four more countries. But that was for the PlayStation. Yeah, for the PlayStation. Yeah, because I think... Xbox released theirs worldwide on all... They did, and it was... uh, Phil Spencer just said that. He was like, this is the biggest Xbox release, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's because, as opposed to... I think, what did they do for the one? I think they did, like, 13 countries or something like that, and this time they did, like, 30-something, if I'm not mistaken.
1: It's possible. I'd I'd have to look at the logistics, but yeah, that, I mean, that sounds right.
0: Yeah. And I think, I mean, so of course they're going to have the biggest Xbox, you know, launch that they have had, which I'm not taking anything away from them, but it's like, I wish PlayStation would have done something similar. I don't know why they did not personally. I mean, we've talked about this for the past few months. It's like their whole launch process has been a little fucked. Yeah. But how do you like your Xbox?
1: So... I set everything up on launch day and I started downloading a few games and I never got to play it on launch day. But the next day I started booting up games on it and boy, (laughs) this system runs everything so smooth. Like I said something to someone the other day, this thing boots up faster than my PC boots up
0: shit that's Which, fucking awesome
1: yeah and i have i i think it's because my my ssd in my pc isn't a it's a it's through a sata cable it's not an m.2 uh,
0: i got you okay
1: but but even still like do it takes my pc a, around 10 seconds or so to boot up but from power off like i turn on my xbox completely from power off not rest mode or anything it takes like 5 seconds to boot up it is
0: fucking hot hard. damn yeah fucking xbox dude way to go
1: not only does it uh the system itself boot up all the games are super quick to load the one that actually has the longest load time that i've noticed is weirdly enough dead by daylight which is optimized for it uh but I think that's just because the nature of the game. It is an online game. So it's got a lot of assets.
0: Did De- Dead by Daylight do anything different with the Series X? Did they like add any type of ray tracing or anything like that?
1: Uh, I'm I'm really not sure. I know that I.
0: I can Do you see a difference? That it looks better. OK. Yeah. It OK. Looks better,
1: But I can't like the character models are all the same. Like gotcha. I got you and I haven't. Because I've been playing it on my PC, I can't really tell what the difference is between the uh, the version I was playing on my Xbox One versus my Series X. I got you. Looking at the way it looks on PC, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, okay, that makes sense. What else did you say? You said uh, Cold War, right? Yeah, yeah, which... Uh, oh, okay, you'll get into that in a minute, though.
1: Yeah, I'll get into that in, in just uh, just a second.
0: But so aside from the games that you have listed on what you've been playing, have you uh, played anything else like like you did with Dead by Daylight?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I loaded up. Um I'm actually going to go to I've got it booted up right now.
0: Um Do you play on your monitor?
1: Uh no, I don't.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I've got
1: it I've got it connected to my TV, but the way that the my room is set up. Um, you can
0: just kind of swivel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I played uh, I booted up Destiny, dude. Okay, Destiny Two on this machine. It, it is so fucking fast and smooth. It is honestly ridiculous.
0: Really? On the
1: yeah on on the Xbox One. I see. I I don't really play Destiny all that much. Uh, but I I try to play with uh little Dylan when right. I, when I can. Uh, because that's like his favorite game. But it was always such a hassle to get it to boot up on on either the old gen systems. And like it would just literally take forever. This thing gets me from boot up to the start menu to my character select screen in maybe maybe 10 seconds. That's
0: I love it. Like that's something that's. That's what I'm excited about for this generation of games. I know they're going to look fantastic, but just the accessibility being made that much faster is so crazy to me. Yeah, Uh, I was talking to Austin, other, you know, work Austin, and he says he was watching a comparison video, and I don't know if it was between the PS5 or the Series X, but he was like watching how long it took someone to sim like an entire season of the NHL franchise. And he said like on the older system, it would take 10 minutes, whereas on the new system, it takes like two or three or something like, and that's an entire fucking season. So I just think that's pretty cool. The processing power behind them is what tripled now, maybe if not more.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's vastly different.
0: That is so cool.
1: The computational power of the, uh, Xbox one. Let me, if I remember correctly, like the, I, I know that that's not, uh, like actual computational power it's more to do with like the the output or whatever was something like 1.4 teraflops
0: or something oh like it was teraflops was like 12. yeah so like that's a fucking godsend to a lot of people like can you imagine and this is how i i kind of explained it to other austin as well it's like going from the like original like original xbox and then getting the step up like immediately to an Xbox one, like that's kind of the jump that this system or this generation just made. It's like, even from the Xbox, i meant Xbox one X, by the way, when I said that, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So even from the one X all the way to the series X, it's like, that is such a big difference. People are going to have their minds blown. Oh yeah. This is a great generation. So I'm looking, I'm looking at this, the,
1: the one S, which is the one that I had, Uh, yeah, the graphics output was 1.23 teraflops. The, uh, the processor was capped at 1.75 gigahertz, whereas the, right, whereas the series X was the, was the 12 teraflops. Obviously they've been touting that for fucking forever, but the, uh, hang on, where's the, where's the CPU?
0: Blow me away. These th- I need to know who is
1: running at 3.8 gigahertz.
0: That's pretty fucking good, man. Like
1: that—that's more than my my PC's is running at. Like, oh shit, This is running at like I think 3.7. Yeah. So like, it's fucking
0: ridiculous. That's so cool. Like that the this is the closest my uh, like console players will get to having a PC. Like it's right there. Like if, mm-hmm. they don't have to get one anymore. I mean, it's like if you if you were a person wanting to step into the world of pc gaming i would still recommend it but if you want to stay true to a console you know that's what you know and love this is it you're fucking there
1: yeah i'm i'm really really impressed with what these machines the the playstation specs aren't aren't far off so i'm i'm really impressed with what these systems are able to do uh I That's also really am cool. really impressed with the fact that the games are um, – they're able to uh, – not only are they able to load quicker, but, like, their their download sizes have come down pretty drastically. Like, the with, – with the exception, obviously, for of, uh, like, old games that um, are still running technically on, like, Xbox One software, so to speak. Like, uh, where is it? I think – yeah so minecraft is still sitting at 2.99 megabytes like that didn't go down any right uh my friday the 13th is still sitting at like 9.3 gigabytes so whatever but like the like destiny which is now like optimized or whatever it's is only 65 gigs that's and, really and it was like 108 ruined. I think before on the on the uh the 1S that I had so this is it yeah yeah the, to me ugh, I was listening to a podcast the other day and something they said really struck me and it's that what are we going to do for the next generation like this is kind of like 8k really really isn't perceptible to the human eye.
0: We can't even get 4K right yet, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Plus, plus that technology is just not there. Like, right. I was looking for uh, TVs for the, the, they had the 2.1 uh, HDMI with the 4K and they had like the higher refresh rates or whatever. And even TVs with the uh, 120 um, hertz uh, refresh rate, they are sitting at over $2,000 for like for like 55 inches. So like the technology is still just not there in terms of like consumer grade television. That's like affordable.
0: Right. Oh yeah. The affordability is the biggest thing. I feel like this generation and I, fuck, I might be wrong, but I feel like this generation will be the one that lasts the longest. Um, so this this past generation lasted from twenty thirteen till now, which is seven years. Yeah. Um, so I feel like this one is going to go well beyond that because like you said, what's next? I mean, you can put faster processors in there or you can give us the ability to like so you said it runs at how many uh gigahertz? It's like three point uh, what? Three point eight. That's three point eight gigahertz. That's fantastic. That's by default, I think that's faster than the I-9 uh processor. I think it's the 10850 processor because I think that runs at 3.6. But the difference in that is that you can overclock your CPU on yeah. a computer. So it's like, do they allow you to do that next? Or I mean, is it now to the point where they're going to allow you to upgrade your Series X or whatever, whatever they do this generation. Like I wonder if that's what comes next. Now they're going to allow you to just do your own upgrades to kind of get you to the next quote unquote generation like what else can they do i mean you're right you guys on the console side now have ray tracing which looks beautiful on demon souls if you've not seen that played yet for fuck's sake please go look at it because it's beautiful Mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean you make a valid point what can possibly come next i mean you have the 4k capability you have ray tracing you have a fantastic processor from the sounds of it yeah, um, you have. I mean, storage capabilities, I think, need to be better. I don't. What did your Series X come with? Uh, it came with a terabyte, which
1: actually like a lot of people have been complaining about that. It's only a terabyte. But I'm looking at mine right now. And like I've got uh, I'd say one, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 12 big, big triple A games and several indies. I've got twenty nine games on my console right now, uh, and I, I mean, all my storage is basically taken up. I've only got one point four gigs left, but like, I don't. Really, That's a
0: lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you really need
1: any more than that,
0: right? And if you do, and I, I hate saying this because I still know people who don't have a solid internet connection, like even I myself up until this year had no internet connection, but it's like, it's, and I know it's more of a hassle, but it's like, you could just delete it and then redownload a game. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not that big of a deal unless you have a terrible internet connection. And then I understand completely, but I mean, that's an option too. And it's probably a lot more accessible now, but uh, from what you said, they're also downsizing, uh, game, game file sizes as well. Cause what did you say? Destiny was that? It's like 60 something.
1: Uh, yeah, it's like 68 gigs.
0: That's really good. I mean, I, I'm I'm not going to say shit until I know what Call of Duty is, but <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Call of Duty, actually, they what's really smart about what they're doing with Call of Duty is they allow you to only download what you're going to use. I downloaded everything just because like I want to play through everything at, at least once.
0: So are you talking um, campaign zombies multiplayer? Mm hmm. Yeah. is there also a new war zone for Cold War? Uh,
1: yes but th- it's actually de- uh,
0: a separate add-on so okay so let's just Warzone. cancel that So campaign zombies and multiplayer could you tell me what those three together have made your game size? Uh,
1: yes so all of it is all of it together is 130 yeah 130 point7 gigs now, if I were to take off, like, Zombies, the Dead Ops Arcade, and the campaign, I'm only looking at, let's see, 32, 27, the HD Textures is another 38. I'm looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of around 80
0: gigs. And that's not bad for the multiplayer?
1: Yeah, uh, for the the base game and the multiplayer, the HD Textures and the ray tracing.
0: That ray tra- how much... You can see how much the ray tracing adds in terms of file size. Yep. How much is it?
1: Uh, it's a well, so it doesn't give me an exact thing,
0: but it says no more than 11.8 gigs. That's crazy. I love that it shows you that like that allows you to truly get into your games more than a way that you could not before. I also like that they ma- So is that for any game that you can do that or is that just like a Cold War thing like you can choose what's installed?
1: Uh, so, so far, this is the only game that I've seen that like allows you to do that.
0: So if you wanted to, you could just keep the multiplayer, right? Like, and like the, I guess like when, when you say the base game, I mean, you're not counting the story and zombies, are you? Or,
1: uh, no. So the, the base game is, I guess like the code for how the game runs. Right. Um,
0: so those other two things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The uh, ba- the base game is sitting at thirty two. If I were to take off like the campaign, the zombies, and the the dead ops arcade, if I were to take off all of those, it would
0: drop substantially. Yeah, that's pretty cool to me because like I mean, realistically, once you play through the Cold War campaign once or twice, like you're not really going to do it again. Yeah, and then zombies, like you're either a zombies person or you're not. Like I mean, that's mm-hmm. just how I see it. So. I like that they give you that option and in order I mean that'll drop it by I mean what did you say so 130 so you're dropping it by 50 gigs. That's uh, that's big time.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's really cool that they did that. I hope more games take advantage of that if they have a tremendous file size like that, or maybe like Gears five or the Halo Master Chief bundle. Um have you have you tried the Master Chief collection? Like can you and choose which ones get installed and which do not?
1: um i th- i know you can't on pc let me yeah check. i actually haven't even
0: checked over here because if you can like take away halo f- like for or just like choose which ones get installed whenever you want to play it that'd be huge too like microsoft is i mean i i know it's not microsoft i mean if they did it with halo it would be their call but i know activision is probably the one that was like yeah you can pick and choose which ones you get
1: yeah, Halo is showing me that it's all just part of the base game with the uh, the add on content for um, Reach and what is this uh, Odst? ODT. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, at at I kind of understand that, but it's like what you what you just said. PC allows you to select which ones you have and do not have. Mm-hmm. So I think if more games could access that, uh, would you say technology almost like you can pick and choose what you have installed? I think that would really help these smaller, which is what we, this whole thing stemmed from was the talk of file sizes and storage overall. So I think that would really help with storage uh, limitations. Like one terabyte, you have a shit ton of games downloaded. Um, so one terabyte will get you a long way, but you know, you've also had the game for a week
1: hmm
0: So it's like if more if more dev companies or Microsoft, Sony, whoever, I don't I truly don't know who would have to make the call, but it's like if you could pick and choose what parts of the game gets installed, like if you're only going to play multiplayer from Call of Duty, it makes sense. You don't want the story and you probably don't want zombies. So take away fifty gigs and boom, that's another whole game you could download. I think that's really smart. And that would help with uh storage limitations. So that's really Yeah, for sure. So that's a solution there. But th- that whole conversation stemmed from we don't know what's next because what you were just saying is this console is a fucking beast.
1: Yeah, yeah. One of the things I wanted to wanted to point out is some of the games they're running at the, the 60 frames already. Like Forza Horizon 4 runs so buttery smooth. It's ridiculous. Like, and I I don't know, I'm even, I'm running it on a 1080p, I, probably fucking like 20 hertz refresh like this is an old tv like four or five years old
0: i was gonna ask if you had a 4k tv
1: yeah no i don't
0: are you stepping up to one on black friday are you gonna hold off uh
1: i'm gonna hold off uh, unless they have a deal on one of the ones that has like the the better refresh rate uh i'm gonna hold off for now because i want something that'll take give me what my my console will will push out is
0: that that's a bad it, way to phrase it but it i mean i get what you're saying but it's like also it's like i don't and i i could be totally misspeaking but i don't think it's um i don't think it's like i said it could be misspeaking but 4k 120 frames like i don't even think pcs can do that um right now Even mine, I don't think it's possible.
1: (laughs) Yours, yours might be able to since you got that real nice card.
0: But I I think it's because if you look at games like Valhalla, it's like people running it at 4K are just hitting 60 frames. Mm -hmm. Just hitting 60 frames. So it's like the reason, the only reason I'm saying that is because like if you went with like a good TV with like a 60 hertz refresh rate, I mean you're still gonna hit every single game at the at the 60 frames mark but i get wanting to hit the um the 120 hertz like what's the average tv cost you said like two grand for that
1: oh uh, yeah it was over two grand the ones i was looking at were like 24 2500
0: fuck are they OLED tvs as well yeah yeah that's the best kind all right well that makes a lot more sense because oleds are like the best of the best so that makes a lot of sense um but i don't know man like for for you playing on the TV that you're getting and you're still seeing that just jaw dropping, mouth watering content, that's really cool. That's okay. a huge upgrade. The
1: the the sixty frames per second thing is like it's night and day with, I don't know. Anyway, we've been going a long time on this, uh,
0: but it's cool though because it's like you you have a hands on experience with it and. I think people need to know, you know, whether it's one to 20 people, like, I mean, you probably just sold some, probably just sold some Xboxes during that.
1: I really, I really do feel like, uh, if you skipped the last generation or like you're someone who really just wants like the newest things, um, I really, really suggest that if you can, obviously, you know, the, the Rona has kind of just fucked everybody over with like not having jobs. And like these things are in short supply. So you might not be able to get your hands on one and stuff like that. But like if you can afford it and if you can like find one, I really suggest trying to pick up one of these new machines. It's night and day compared to what the,
0: uh, the it, it, would the, you say even the one yeah okay so like the the base xbox one and the base ps4 yeah it's a huge leap
1: mhm yeah i That's haven't cool. uh i i haven't had any experience with the one x so i genuinely don't know how how big of a difference it is between the two but i mean just looking at at the the specs that they had i mean it looks like it would be a big difference so
0: this is a big time yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a good year for games like 2020 sucked for everything else. But in terms of games, aside from my one game being delayed 87 times, like <laughs> it's a it's a good year. So that's cool. I'm excited to see what comes out that you can take full advantage of. Like you have uh, Cold War, which we'll talk about in a minute, but like whatever next you get, which is I'm assuming cyberpunk. Or are you going down that road?
1: Uh, I'm going to wait till so from what I understand, what I was reading, they they've been making the game for the Xbox one and the PS four. So the, uh, when they, at some point started working on the next gen games, they were just going to port them. So it's my understanding that what's coming for these is going to be ports and that they are not coming with the base launch in December. They're coming sometime later next year. That's that's what I understand to be true. I don't know if that's actually true or not.
0: I hope it's not because that'd be a great game for people to take advantage of the ray tracing list Mm -hmm. would be Cyberpunk. So so if it's not Cyberpunk, do you have something else like that's on your to get?
1: If it's not Cyberpunk, well, God, I'm a little annoyed, honestly, because because of the fact that Cyberpunk was delayed, the medium got delayed out of December. And I was really, really fucking looking forward to that game. Have
0: you have you I know what happened? Yeah, I don't know a lot about it, but I know that it got delayed on the exact day. So it got delayed because it was coming out on the exact day that cyberpunk was right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to the what's good game podcast and they were saying like, can you fucking blame them? Because who wants to go up against that? (laughs) You know, right. So I haven't heard a lot about it, but I know it did get pushed back because of that.
1: Yeah, so it's from Bloober Team, who uh, people who listen to the podcast know I really like that development or that developer. Um, And you should go check out the trailer. It's very fucking cool. They have this sort of like uh, game in game concept going on where like you're controlling two characters at once sort of thing or like the same character across two worlds at once because you're a medium and you can go into like the ghost world and shit. The trailer for it looked fucking rad. And I'm I'm very very excited about that game.
0: So, uh, but now that it got pushed back.
1: Yeah, now that it got pushed back. Uh Are you excited you know, about anything? I'm honestly not really uh That sucks. If I had a PS5, like I'd be very excited for Miles Morales. Um, but I mean, and I Demon guess Souls. that's not, nah, ah, from what I understand, Demon's Souls is the hardest of those games and yes. I'm already not good at them. So, <laughs> but it looks so good. It, it does look gorgeous. I'm, I'm,
0: whew, I'm impressed. Uh, the tower giant boss fight, like I guess the one I keep seeing on Twitch because that's as far as people can make it, <laughs> yeah. but it looks so good. Good. Like everything that's happening, the sound quality. Oh my God, dude, I can't like, I wish Demon Souls would come to the PC. Fuck you guys who made that typo saying it would come to PC. <laughs> uh, so nothing really
1: then for you. Yeah. I, I mean the rest of the year, I, honestly, what is there besides cyberpunk?
0: That's uh, it. I mean, so I didn't know if there was like, I know Valhalla is probably off your list because yeah. of the whole, yeah.
1: I will. So I, I do plan I've been thinking about this recently. I do plan on um, running back through the series because I own basically all the games. The only ones that I don't uh, are two Brotherhood and Revelation, which will are part of the, uh, the whole Ezio trilogy collection, which right. I'm sure will go on sale during black Friday. So I can just pick it up for probably like 15 bucks. Um, but I do want to run through the whole series again because Everyone, including you, keeps telling me, oh, it's a completely different game now. You should you should give it a try,
0: blah, blah, blah. Origins Odyssey, fantastic iterations, even though they get shit on because they're not um, the old formula. But I love them because they are very much now an action RPG. It feels like you're investing way more into a character. Mm-hmm. And I think they did great. I can't speak to Valhalla. People are 50-50 on it right now, but I'll hopefully be able to speak on it soon. But I think it's worth it, especially the voice acting and Origins. It's top notch.
1: Yeah, that's what everyone says. So if I if I run through and I complete all these games, and I'm feeling like I really like the new direction with uh, Origins and Odyssey, I'll pick up Valhalla. But that's going to take me a while, and I probably won't get to it till sometime next year. Honestly.
0: Last question because it is a game that's already out. Have you heard of and would you play? Never mind. It's a PS4 exclusive. I actually thought it was Universal. It's on PC, but I'll at least ask you Have you heard of Bug Snacks? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I was going to ask you if you'd be interested in that, but I, I, th- I actually thought it was on the Xbox, but it is not. So I guess not. Never mind. But I was looking at the list of games and there's really, like you said, there's nothing. Um, I mean, it's cyberpunk and then there's like super little games that no one else has fucking heard of. Like I've not heard of half of these games. So there's really nothing coming out, man. That sucks.
1: Yeah. But uh, I mean, it is what it is. I The, <laughs> the one thing that is really annoyed me about the Xbox versus PlayStation fans, is like the PlayStation fans are like, what are you going to play? You have nothing but old games. I'm like, you have Miles Morales.
0: Yep. And like, Demon's Souls.
1: Oh, Demon's Souls is an old <laughs> game though it's a uh, well, it's, it's, uh, it's a remake
0: of a it game it is a perfect remake but I know what you're saying oh God. it's a perfect remake don't don't. Uh, what about the Immortals Phoenix Rising like uh, I don't know no if no interest in it whatsoever. I I don't either but when I watched the whole Yubi thing like that's one of the games that I was like oh, it looks kind of cool but I feel like it's going to turn out exactly like how Godfall did and like it was hyped up and then it came out and everyone was like eh, it's not so good yeah um So, yeah, I mean, you're right, though. The whole PS5 against Xbox thing is like, we have two exclusives. What are you (laughs) going to play? Annoying. I get it.
1: Yeah. So the the big game, uh, the big game that I've been checking out uh, for my Series X has been Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. God, I hate that title.
0: I know they could have called it. Cold War. I mean yeah, they honestly. Just,
1: they literally could have just called it Cold War. And here we are. Um yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a continuation of the first Black Ops storyline and takes place in the eighties. And I really like the first Black Ops, especially the campaign. Uh I, I actually think that the campaign is up there with like uh Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 in terms of like greatness. Uh,
0: did you finish it?
1: I haven't finished it yet because I've been playing multiplayer on it on and off. And this game is really fucking pretty on the series X. Uh, I watched a little bit of um, little Dylan playing it last night on the, on the, the one S and it just, boy, the comparison between the two is, is night and day. Like everything looks good. I, I don't want to say muddy cause that's, that's wrong. It still, it still looks good on the one S but like compared between the two, like it's, it really is like hugely different and yeah, once you have that power, there's no going back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean th- the thing is I, I don't want to make it sound like uh, it, oh, it's just another Call of Duty. Because like that really has a bad connotation on it. And I, I feel like it's become popular for people to shit on Call of Duty. Uh because it's like the frat bro shooter or whatever. But like when I say this, I mean it as a compliment. It's another Call of Duty. The I I The gameplay hasn't really switched all that much. Uh, the campaign does have some cool stuff in it where like you you actually select the missions that you go on and you can replay the missions from the little uh, like quote unquote hub world and they also have side quest in this one which is which is cool
0: that's uh, kind of weird
1: yeah right but uh the big thing that everyone's gonna be here for is is multiplayer and I haven't touched zombies so I, I can't really speak to it but like the um the multiplayer is really fast, uh, like surprisingly fast, and still feels just as
0: good as any other Call of Duty. Uh, when you say fast, you mean like the the the, the games themselves play faster? Like, because like... Uh,
1: they still cap out around like 10 minutes or so per match. Um, but but
0: like, like the boots on the ground combat plays n- fast?
1: Yeah, like you in in uh what core i guess like just regular or whatever right um you're killing people in like three or four shots Where so it's just like, like modern in, warfare yeah yeah i i feel like in in other call of duties like like uh advanced warfare um black ops 3 stuff like that it took longer and and if you go back to like old like xbox 360 call of duty it took even longer but this is like i'm and they're dead
0: sort of so did you play uh the 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 last game modern warfare did you play that multiplayer
1: yes i did uh yeah because they dropped
0: in that but but yeah yeah okay so it's just like that that's weird um but that that's good though because i i still feel like that play that should make people play more strategically but you know
1: yeah, you would think so. There are still like <laughs> there's still motherfuckers that just run around or like
0: Brow! everywhere. Yep. Let's but, run and gun. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> I hate those people. <laughs> but do you feel like the the extra frames and the power that you have, I mean, has it made a difference in your gameplay? I think so. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm actively better than I was on the uh on the one for any of the games that I played on the one. Uh like I I was checking my stats last night. Uh my Overall kill to death ratio is sitting around like a 1.36 right now. Okay. Uh, and th- and that's because I've had like a couple of bad games. But I feel like with even with modern warfare last year like I was barely over like a 1.
0: I was like at yeah. a 1.02 and stuff like that. It, it it makes you play a lot differently when you start dying in half a second. For sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So to touch on that as well, what about uh, I don't know what the fuck they're calling it. Cold War Warzone. Like, have you tried that? Uh,
1: I actually haven't yet because there are. I m- my hard drive is filled up with a bunch of stuff, and I I liked Warzone, but I I don't think I'm a big battle royale guy.
0: I feel that I understand.
1: Um, but I'm uh, once I'm done with a couple of these other games that I'm that I'm running through, I should have the space to. Uh,
0: download it and I'll I'll try it out and see see how it is is it is it like massive in file size again
1: mm, you know I I genuinely am not sure let me let me check since I've got gotten- yeah
0: I was wondering if they went grande again I have someone liking every post I've ever made on Instagram fucking love it uh- phone's just blowing up right now
1: interesting oh there it is Warzone. i couldn't find it for whatever reason yeah it says 79 gigs so it's still i mean that's
0: better than 120
1: that is yeah it's definitely better than 120 um so yeah uh that's call of duty
0: <laughs> i mean you're right that is call of duty isn't it that's what it all comes down to it's the multiplayer and the campaign and who plays zombies yeah uh, but you were just talking about a battle royale, so yeah, Apex Legends,
1: about? Apex Legends, yeah.
0: So uh, the three games that I have listed as what I've been playing are all from po- or uh, what post not post pre, Super PC. So I do the only game that I have that I've tried on both is Apex Legends. Um, I think I don't even remember the last podcast we did, Josh. I feel like I did talk about Apex though. Um and it's still it's still my number one multiplayer game that I'm playing right now. Well, competitive. Um and it's so much fun. I know uh, people are kind of getting a little pissy with it because of what they did with the battle pass making it essentially twice as hard as it was before. Uh to even gain one level. They kind of alleviated it with a little tweak. It's still a little difficult, but I'm not focusing on the battle pass. I'm just going in there to play and win some games and I have. I have like in what I sent you I think I sent you the pictures like I won a game and I know that sounds stupid like that. That's like the highlight of my whole apex experience, but it's not as easy as people think to win games at least. No,
1: it's really not.
0: Yeah. Not for the casual player. Um, so I won a game and I'm am so loving it and I was loving it beforehand. But now that I can play it on this system, like you said with call of duty, it's a night and day difference. Even stepping up from a 1660 TI with an i5 processor going to this i mean i'm not saying it like that's a great system like it's a good system especially the processor is what really hinders me with only like 8 gigs of ram like i was really uh, hindered with it but when i step over to this a 3080 with an i9 and 32 gigs of ram it runs so smoothly and the the phrase rings true frames win games and it's like i'm hitting a constant like 120 or whatever the fuck i'm playing at it's so smooth now and i love it um i can see everything so much better i feel like i'm i feel like i'm in the game somehow and i also have uh g-sync enabled on this monitor yeah Yeah. so if you want to talk about a fucking upgrade like if you've ever played at 120 hertz Fine, that's all well and good, but then you enable G Sync and it's like, what the fuck? You don't you don't think it can be better, but it is somehow better. So that's beautiful too. And I think that kind of helps with the immersion and me truly feel like I'm getting fucking destroyed in these games because I've not won on the new PC yet, but it feels great, man. It feels fantastic and loving it every minute of it. And I love that it's cross-play now because I can get Sabrina over there to play with me on the PlayStation. I want to give her the laptop though. Like I'm going to let her delve into PC gaming as well so she can play that and maybe she'll download Apex on there and that'll really handicap me. So, uh, that's great. But <laughs> uh, I'm I'm loving it, man. I'm loving Apex, I'm loving the PC. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I need to try it out on PC. It's uh it's on Steam now, right?
0: It is on Steam and that's what I should have said. So I was playing it on the uh where the fuck was i playing it at i don't even remember what launcher i had that's how much i hate other launchers but it is on steam like i deleted it on whatever the hell i was playing it on and i came right to steam and it feels i'm not it it doesn't play any different but it feels better having it on steam i love being able to see the time that i've put into the game i love achievement tracking uh and i love getting a little Fucking badges, even though I do nothing with them. I just love getting those little badges. Um, mm. So it is on Steam, and it is free. They do have paid packs if you want to get some extra champions or legends, whatever. Um, it is on Steam, so I recommend people try it. It's free. It's I consider it the best Battle Royale game. I know Fortnite will always reign supreme, but Apex is truly where I feel like the well. And I know Warzone's a thing. I forget that because I haven't played it because I couldn't really run it efficiently on my computer. Um, before yesterday so I might try it again mm-hmm. is the new Warzone no is the new yeah it is Warzone still right it's like yeah, I, I
1: think it's honestly still the same game uh, oh. just, you have access to it now from the uh, from Black
0: Ops and Mar- I thought it was entirely different okay <clears throat> well if that's the case I mean I feel like I might have to try it I don't know like it's hard for me to break away from Apex and You say you don't like battle royales, and I can totally respect that because who wants to fucking play a game that you could never win?
1: Uh, (laughs) I I don't think I've ever won an Apex Legends, but I've gotten second place before, and
0: that felt... And that hurts. (laughs) (laughs) It it hurts me, dude, because I'm like, I can do it. I can do it. And then I have a fucking teammate, Leroy Jenkins, across the screen, and I was like, well, I could have done it, but... No, I, I, I recommend. I mean, I recommend it if you want to play. I'll run some games with you. Um, but I know you also hate mouse and keyboard too. Yeah. But have, if it's on your uh, Series X, I mean, shit, boy, there's crossplay now. Oh shit. Yeah.
1: I might have to do that then.
0: It's time. Yeah. Uh, so what about uh, Hades?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to touch on this really briefly. But I just managed my second uh uh
0: completion. Oh shit! So you beat him once, and then you beat his ass again. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just managed to to clear it uh, for the second time. And I was it harder? No, uh, it actually it seems to me to get progressively easier. Um, okay. I did die once in between my. My first time beating him And then uh, The second time beating him I died once in between uh, But I think that's just because I had fucked up uh, Getting To him I
0: So ha, Have you Have you beaten him yet? Um, I love Hades but you know me I can't stay with the fucking game long enough To beat it for some fucking reason Okay. So so uh, I made it to what is it? Theseus, the double the duo boss fight. Yeah. Is that it, yeah. Uh
1: Theseus and the Minotaur. Right. Um well, so once you once you beat them, you go up to Styx, which is like the last level of hell before uh before you fight Hades. And in Styx there are these enemies that will poison you. And
0: I'm already mad. <laughs> so
1: I, I got fucked up during the, the playthrough in between the two clears where basically I got to that level and I had lost, uh, I think, two of my death defiances because um, I was playing with the bow this time. And Theseus and the Minotaur were fucking kicking my ass because I didn't really know how to use the bow yet. And so I got to the to that level, the sticks, and these motherfuckers were just poisoning the shit out of me and used up my last death defiance. And there was no way for me to get it back. So when I finally got to the fight with Hades, I was at like a quarter of health and no more death defiances. And he
0: just fucking kicked my ass. Oh, damn. How do you like the bow, though?
1: Uh, It's. It's different, I really yeah. like the the shield and the sword a lot uh or oh Pokemon yeah right <laughs> the the shield is my favorite weapon
0: uh I feel I'm like gonna I'm gonna have gonna, to give it another shot. I feel like I fucking used it wrong
1: well the the thing that I like about it is that it allows me to kind of get in nice and close, but it also lets me like be defensive when I need to. Uh, whereas I feel like the sword, like there's no parrying, there's no fucking deflecting, anything like that. It's just I have to get in close, and the the shield gives me both range, but also allows me to fight up close. And then the bow is exclusively from far away. So yeah, uh, I it's it's just a different play style. I think it's got some cool abilities for the bow that i haven't like i haven't even unlocked all of them yet
0: but uh some of the ones you get from the gods are pretty sick like i love like the the chaining of attacks like how they can bounce between yes. enemies and then all of Zeus's shit is so fucking overpowered yeah. <laughs> i really love is. it yes
1: the the uh actually the last the the last clear that i had where i fought Hades i had his uh, Zeus's help or I, I don't remember what it what the actual boon is called, but where he comes and like strikes down the uh, lightning for like a, a an extended amount of time. Yeah, I had that up to like level five, I think. And then I also had this duo boon from. Oh, uh, I don't remember who it was. I th- I want to say it was Athena and Aphrodite but I am not a hundred percent sure, but basically the two y- yeah, the two waifus, <laughs> uh, but th- their duo boon was if you were out of death defiances, whenever you're in a encounter room, you gain health back at a, at a constant rate. Oh and shit. I had that up to like level three. So I was gaining back every second, like two or three health points. And so that last fight with Hades, I just kept zooming around until my health was fully back up. And then I would run to him and fucking hit him with the with the Zeus, the call of Zeus or whatever yeah, and do mass damage. And then I would run away again.
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's what I love about the game. There's so many ways to play it. Yeah. And like I was still finding stuff new up until my last playthrough. Um like, I didn't know that you were put in a situation sometimes where you had to choose between two gods' boons and that you would make one angry. Mm-hmm. Like, that was fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I found that out. And then every time that I've ever come up to a door since then that has that on it, I'm like, nope, I'm going to, get to the door.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's scary, dude. I pissed off Artemis. And I was like, well, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, I need to play it again, but I, I feel like I have the world at my fingertips right now and I want to fucking play everything. Yeah. I just redownloaded Borderlands 3 and I'm, I am I can now play all the DLC and all that shit that I now have a sustainable uh, rig that I can run it in max settings on. That was a huge thing for me. If I stream games, I'm probably going to stream Borderlands at some point um, just because that is one of my favorite franchises. Um but Hades is up there, man. I, I I need to play it especially before we hit the end of the year for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um well games that are always at the top of your list include Stardew Valley, so why don't you tell me about that?
0: There's some days that I come home from work and I'm fucking dead inside to the point where I don't even want to look at anything. I don't want to look at anybody. I don't I fucking hate everything. Um, it's not that bad. I'm just, I'm being dramatic. It really, I just, I'm, I'm tired. Uh, and that's, and it just accumulates day after day. And sometimes I don't want to play apex and wonder what the fuck my teammates are doing or play, uh, dark souls and then wonder what the fuck I'm doing. Um, so instead I will jump on stardew because it's a game that I can kind of autopilot and it gives me the feel goods. Um, even if I'm having a bad day, I can hop on stardew and I can, grow some plants and I can pet my dog and I can raise my chickens and I can talk to the town people and I feel good um, at the end of the day. But most importantly in the game, I can go fishing.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> so it's just one of those games that I can continuously go back to. My two most played games on steam are complete Carol like opposites. They're complete opposites. Dark Souls and a Stardew Valley. (laughs) Um, So Stardew's just been my go to to kind of get me through this fourth quarter that has only just begun, unfortunately. So it's going to be a lot of Stardew days coming up. I told my friend who has been like right here with me. um, It's actually Greg, the one that plays Dark Souls with me. um, Mm. He's a PC enthusiast as well. He's been on this whole 3080 journey with me from the moment I ordered it, even before that, like we've been on this whole thing. And he's like, what are you going to download first? Are you going to download Valhalla? Are you going to run it at max settings? Are you Are going to download Odyssey, Dark Souls? What are you going to do? And I was like, oh, I'm going to download Stardew. <laughs> like this thousand, thousands of dollar rig, and I'm going to download the game made of pixels <laughs> on a 2D screen. Um, and that's where I'm at. I love playing it, dude. It makes me, makes me feel good inside. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, the last game that I've got on mine, uh, I'm going to keep this one rather brief, too, because I've only put maybe two hours into it.
0: I've never even heard of it.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Well, it's a little turn-based RPG, uh, tactical RPG called Eichenfell. Uh And it is... May, really a love letter I think to the RPG games of like the SNS.
0: days of yore.
1: Yeah. Uh, but basically you play as, uh, I think her name is Marit. I'm not entirely sure how to say it, uh, because there is no voice acting in the game. So I, I, I could be saying that completely wrong and I hope I'm not, but you play as this little redheaded girl named Marit and she goes to this, uh, school of magic called ikenfell to find her sister and uh on her journey there she finds out that she actually has some innate uh magical powers herself and it's not the most uh, it's not the hardest game in the world and it's definitely not the most uh
0: I don't, I don't. even It looks uh, interesting because I'm having to look at pictures to understand what it is. It looks different. Y- it, it,
1: in, in the in the grand scheme of like games today, that's the thing that I think is separating it, it is that it is different. Uh, I really think this game is incredibly charming. Uh, and again, I haven't put a crazy amount of time into it, so I mean, I. Maybe it gets worse, <laughs> but like so far, all the characters that I've met have been really like cute and like adorable. <laughs> like even the, the first enemy that you end up fighting in the game is these trio of ghosts who, when you find out that, uh, Marit has her powers they're they are like, Oh, what the fuck is going on? And then they kind of help you and each one of them had their own distinct personality. And then there was a couple uh what what was his name? Ibn and uh Ibn maybe. And I, I forget his the, the the other person's name. I just fought them last night and um they came across as like Ibn was this guy who was like, Oh, I'm such a powerful wizard and, and I'm looking for whatever. And then you get into a battle with him and <laughs> his magic spells don't do shit. And you beat his ass really quickly. And he was like, Oh yes, my, I, I was just taking it easy on you sort of thing. I don't know. Uh, all the interactions I've had with any of the characters have been really like, like I said, charming. And the, the battle system is, is kind of cool. It takes uh, the tactical thing where, like, you know, you have to move around a, a sort of grid-based system to avoid attacks or get into range of attacks. And the thing is, once you actually are attacking, you also have, like, a sort of, like, ri- like, rhythm game tied to your attack. So, like, when you see that it's about to hit your opponent, if you, if you hit the A button... Uh, I, I'm not sure what it is on other
0: consoles or, uh, or so you're playing, I was going to ask what you're playing it on. Cause I see it's available on damn near everything.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm playing it on my Xbox, uh, through game pass. Okay. Uh, but like, you, so you'll hit the, the a button when it's, when your attack is like right on top of the enemy and it does extra damage that way. Uh, so, so that's cool. It's got like a little time, uh, like a timing element to it. um,
0: The game is really cute uh, from an art style. Um, It is. I'm watching videos of it right now. It looks super cute. It's almost like there's another game that came out this year, a very little, like, not a lot of people know about it. It's called Littlewood, and it's essentially like Stardew Valley, but it looks so much like that. That's what I'm interested in. It's very few games have this art style. It's super cute, like you said, but it still looks like... I don't know how to describe it. It looks like it should have come out like in this generation. Like, I mean, it looks mm. very for there's a lot going on is what I should say. It's yeah. not just a basic top down 2D pixelated game. No, there's a lot going on from what I can see. Yeah. And uh,
1: the I I haven't actually gotten into the school yet, but um, like the enemy variety is pretty cool so far from what I can tell, like they're each of the enemies has their own distinct way of attacking you. Uh, and I, I really, really am enamored with the music. I think the music in this game is fucking wonderful, but, um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to put more time into it. Uh, it is,
0: it's got its hooks in me. So it looks good. I think, I think more like I'm going to have to put it on my wish list or something because it looks, I guess the best way you put it, it looks charming. It looks cute. It looks kind of like, uh, I mean, it looks like it plays like a final fantasy and like a Harry Potter universe mixed with Stardew Valley and let the, the old legend of Zelda, like it looks like it has a lot of like characteristics of other games, but it looks like it makes it unique to itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I would definitely recommend it to anyone who likes uh turn-based rpgs
0: yeah it looks really good
1: so uh why don't you tell me about you you're playing an rpg as
0: well i am i'm playing an MMO RPG, and it's uh not world of warcraft holy shit <laughs> um even though shadowlands is coming out i don't know what made me decide to delve into the elder scrolls online um this is a game that I never really had a chance to play on PC. Um, instead, I played it on the Xbox One a while back. Oh, it was a while ago. I mean, it was it was a hot minute, and I loved it. I think it, it captures like everything that the Elder Scrolls universe is about. It adds to the lore. It's a lot of fun, um, and I love the just the world that they have. It's massive. I mean, MMO, right? But it's 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 a lot of fun, and it's everything that I know and love from Morrowind and Oblivion and Skyrim. Um, It's all of that thrown into what I have always wanted from those games, and it's a little bit of multiplayer action to make the world feel more alive. A part of the charm of Elder Scrolls is that it is you by yourself in a world of just you know, there's NPCs all around you in these worlds, but up until the uh, Elder Scrolls online it was just you being the sole like intelligent being in the in the universe and sometimes that can feel a little lonely so what Elder Scrolls online does is it takes everything that you love from those games that i just mentioned and it like lets you find a sense of community um there's guilds and there's just tons of other players running around you so even if you communicate with no one the world feels more alive because you're seeing tons of other people around you, and I think, uh, because of as Josh said, the Rona, uh, this has really like driven more people to step into the world of MMOs, whether it be World of Warcraft or The Elder Scrolls Online or uh, Star Wars, uh, the older public. Games are booming right now in the online world, and this is one of them. And it's something that I've been enjoying a lot of in my spare time. Um, This is kind of one of those games up there with Stardew Valley. I don't have to think too much about it. I can go on and I can do some quests and I can kind of delve into some lore of a world that I already know and love because of the past three games in the mainline franchise. Uh, Yeah, mainline franchise. I can just kind of become enamored with it on a new level and it's it plays much better on pc to me because everything is literally at my fingertips um and I, the world moves more freely and like open and it it it's running beautifully i, I don't know if it's on the new consoles or not but if it is i I'd take advantage of it on there too because it's gonna it's gonna blow you away like the graphics aren't like oh my god but some of the environments that you come across and like like the sun, the sun rays shining through the the trees and stuff like that. I mean, it it still has moments where it's gonna it's gonna make you t- take take a take a moment to just take in everything around you. It's it's beautiful in its own right, in both the gameplay, the story, the people you'll meet, and the environment. That's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. I played it a little bit when it launched on console, and i I liked how well it translated, but. Uh, for whatever reason, it just didn't hold my attention, and I, I haven't gone back to it really since.
0: Yeah, I think I spent, because I played it around the same time as you did, probably, and it held my attention in a, it gave me something to do type of way, especially in terms of because I was not really burned out on Skyrim, but I'd done it so much, so this is kind of like a breath of fresh air. Um, But at the same time, I was kind of like you, It was kind of like, alright, I can play this for like an hour or two a day, and then like I'm off to do something. I don't know. I, I, I eventually wound up stopped playing because, you know, Wi-Fi. But <laughs> uh, now that I'm back on it, it's something that I want to just continue to explore. I don't think Shadowlands comes out in a few days and I don't think that I can justify paying for that on top of wanting to get Valhalla, on top of wanting to get Cyberpunk, and on top of everything else that I want to experience on this new rig. Like, I can't justify paying for a subscription right now, like I've already bought Shadowlands. It's good to go when I do want to play it. Like I've already, that ship has sailed. So when it's, when it's like good to go and available and to me at a good point to play, I will go and play World of Warcraft again. But right now, The Elder Scrolls Online is free. There is a subscription service for it, but you have to pay for it in no way, shape or form. So mm-hmm. that's the cool thing. Um, you can just go and you can enjoy. No, wait, it's not free. I pay $20 for it. I forgot about that. It's free to play online. Like there's no subscription service that you have to like continue. There's no recurring monthly fee unless you have like you want to do that. But like I pay 20 bucks for the game overall. It goes on sale all the time. It's like you said with dead by daylight, it goes on sale. Um, but for like once you pay for that initial fee, I mean, obviously there's expansions, but you don't have to continue to pay a reoccurring monthly fee. Thank Christ. So I can just kind of come and go as I please.
1: Cool. Cool, cool cool i might i might uh, hop back over and give it a shot
0: it's good i mean it's worth it it's uh, if you're if you're just wanting some rpg action do some quests and delve into the elder scrolls world it's there it's at your it's at your disposal sweet
1: well uh i mean that just about does it why don't we get our picks of the week and get out of here
0: the pow's prisoner of wars
1: Prisoner of Wars. Yes, that's that's what this is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right. So I talked to you guys. I think about Trick or Treat.
0: Two up the movie.
1: Yeah. The movie. yeah. Uh, well, just in time for Halloween, one of my favorite YouTubers did a video on Trick or Treat. Um, and uh, if you have not heard of him, his name is Ryan Hollinger. Uh, he's a I think Irish Northern Irish, I think uh, YouTuber. And he basically does a bunch of like horror retrospectives. And, uh, he did one uh, two weeks ago, right in time for Halloween on trick or treat. And it's called why trick or treat or, Oh my God, not triggered. <laughs> uh, why trick or treat is the greatest Halloween movie. And, uh, I agree with him wholeheartedly. And, uh, he basically makes a case for why that movie is awesome and how it uh, ties into all the themes of like what Halloween is and why it exists. And uh, yeah, you should check it out. It's really great. Actually, I need to check out his channel in general. Uh,
0: I need to check out the movie in general because I never got around to it. Y- yes, you should. It's But I have trouble. You know this. You know this. I'm doing good to even watch the Ghibli movies. It's hard for me to watch anything. That's true. But at least it's on my list of things to watch. But what I do watch is Twitch. <laughs> every single day of my life, I watch Twitch. I don't know how it's so easy for me to do that. Um, and this is going to be the recurring theme for me, I feel like, because, I, I God, I mean, it might get boring after a while, but I, I can probably have a new pick of the week every week for people to check out on Twitch. And this motherfucker is named the Happy Hob. So the underscore happy, underscore hob. He's very well known. Um, the other two that I've mentioned on here are not, um, which was Dino Senegal and Lee XP. The happy hob is the one who, and ins- I'm going to say inspires people like Dino Senegal to do the runs that they do. He is the world's first to complete Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 hitless without taking any damage. He was the very first one to do that. Um, he averages around two to 4,000 viewers per stream. Um, And this motherfucker is full of character. He is British, and he is fucking hilarious. Like, I will hands down say, I mean, Dino's up there too, but Hob is, like, he's probably my favorite streamer because he can entertain in both the content that he's playing and just his overall interactions with the chat. Like, the chat might be booming, and you might think that your message goes unseen, but he responds to goddamn, like, I mean, if you're, if you're not just posting some fucking copy pasta, if you're actually posting something legit, like he's going to respond to you, like he can keep up with the chat that's flowing nonstop. And that's something that I look forward or what, that's something that I look for in in a, in a, in a stream. I want to see a streamer that can connect with the chat. I don't really just want to watch someone staring at a screen playing fucking whatever game and you just hear. Like I don't I don't want to fucking do that. I want to have I want to have someone engaging and he does it and he is fucking hilarious. And as, at the time of recording this, he is going for twelve completed runs by the end of the year. He's at six of twelve. When I say completed runs, these are hitless runs. So right now he's doing Sekiro. So Sekiro, he's doing perfect parry, no hit run. Like he cannot miss a parry. He cannot take any damage. So he's currently doing that. He just did Resident Evil 2 without taking a single bit of damage um he's got like he's got Demon Souls is about to like come out for him which is tomorrow I believe so he's going to do that but also by the end of the year he has to do the God Run 2, which consists of Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, Bloodborne and Sekiro all 6 games. He has to do that by the end of the year. I think that's it. So all 12 runs. If he doesn't complete these 12 runs, he's shaving his head and he's shaving his eyebrows off. Oh, so. gosh. Yep. It's fucking entertaining, and he makes it entertaining. It's someone that you would look forward to going back to every single day and watching, so I highly recommend checking him out. Very cool, very
1: cool. All right, well, that was our show. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. Um, I think... uh. I have been really bad about social media, but I am actively trying to get better. So, in the meantime, uh, you can keep up with my fairly terrible antics, uh, or not mine, but the but the shows on Twitter at Pixels Hunting and on Instagram at Hunting Pixels CB. Uh, I personally am on Twitter at the One Eight Two and on Instagram at bebopman One Eight Two. Dylan is on Twitter at omdizzy, on Instagram at omdizzy, and on YouTube at omdizzy.
0: Excuse. That me. is right. And, and my other Instagram is at omdizzytv.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and the uh, the Instagram for his um his YouTube channel is uh, OMDizzyTV.
0: In 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 just since we're talking about that, I've stopped content. For now, because I'm focusing on getting my stream set up, but streaming will be my main source of like content. I will still post stuff on YouTube once I'm established, but I have taken a small break to get this whole shit set up. So that's why I've stopped my content.
1: Mm. Yeah, I had noticed I wasn't getting the notifications, but
0: Hey, thanks for subbing. Oh, I've I've been subbed. I was like, I know, I'm I'm just just saying thanks. Aw. I'm really a Dom, so it works out. Oh
1: God. Oh God. (laughs) Horny, horny Dylan is back.
0: Uh, Almost 30.
1: Almost 30. Um, Austin, who is not here with us today, you can find Rest him in peace. At Big Papa Plays. Poor Austin is dead. We have killed him in a sacrifice to the gaming gods so I could get my Series X. And it worked. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's at Twitter at Big Papa Plays. He's on Instagram at Big Papa Stevens underscore. And his YouTube channel is Big Papa Plays. So go check all those things out. Um, like I said, I've been really bad about the social media, but I I'm I talked with someone the other day about the best way to 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 do the social media, and his advice was just to get on a schedule. So that's that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to dedicate at least an hour of my day every day, uh, if not more, to making sure that I have something to get ready to go on all of our, our platforms um, for the show specifically. And hopefully that will segue into uh, a YouTube channel that I hope to start for us um, here in the coming months where we'll be able to take breakout clips from the show and stuff like that. But we'll, uh, we'll get to that when we can. In the meantime, it's been great that everyone has listened to us, if you don't mind – If you want to help see the show grow and get a bigger audience, text a friend about us, shoot them a link, tell them that we are great and that uh, they should listen to us. Um, If you don't think that we're great, well.
0: It's okay to be wrong.
1: I am sorry. (laughs) Yes. I am sorry that you were wrong about everything in your life. No, I'm just kidding. Um, No, he's not. But yeah, uh, that's it. That'll do it for us. Uh, And we will catch you next week. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye.